Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. I'm a streamer home for Student Radio since the year 1971. I'm your host, Davis Carroll, and I'm joined by always on time, Alex Houston, and first time on Davis's uh, version of the show, Adrian Klein, of course. We're broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin studio housed in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center right here on the lovely campus of Auburn University. It is spring, but it's a little chilly outside, about 50, a little bit of a breeze coming through, and we would like to welcome in all our viewers and listeners from the Auburn Opelika Megaplex as well from around the world. However you may be tuning into us today, whether it be from your terrestrial radio antenna at Weagle 91.1 FM or the information superhighway at WeagleFM.com or from your podcast player choice. After the fact, we are happy to have you in here the booth with us for Auburn's only drive time morning show. Alex and Mr. Klein, how are y'all doing today? I heard your phone go off, Alex. Ooh. Turn that down. That's correct. I apologize. It's still on from the alarm I had to set this morning, which I'm, I've been I'm really, for. Thankfully, I'm, I, I, thankfully, you're here, but I'm surprised you made it. Oh, come on. Wait. You said, I, I'll try. That's not very, that wasn't very. Uh, yeah, it was a very cheeky response, Davis. No, Obviously no, no, no. it's over here. text. I can't see if it's cheeky or not. I'm tired of, like, text coming. They're like, oh, you know, sarcastic. I'm like, I can't tell. Davis, can't we've known each other for how many years? I figured at this point you'd probably be able to read my text messages. No, no, no. Sometimes you send so, me some confusing ones. We'll get Adrian in here in just a second, but Alex has already started something with me. First like of all, it's over text. Off. It's over text. I can't hear your voice. I can't see your face when you say it. And You've missed before from sleeping in. Not this year, though. Yes, this, Wait, year. this year. When did you ask me to go? To uh, you just you were like, I was like, hey, you want to come? You're like, no. Yeah, you're like, oh, I just woke up. I'm like, okay. Well, okay. yeah, because you asked me that morning. What? Doesn't matter. Wow. Okay. Adrian, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um, I this is I think the first time that I've ever said I'll try and make it on, and then actually yeah, did. He's here. I'm very. Every was, time I've said I'll try, I like I know I'm not gonna get. I was ready there. to do it alone today. I was already thinking about the music I was gonna play instead of talking. I was going to play a song by the Silvers, which may we mm. could, that might come back later in a secret way. We'll see at 9.30. Okay. Who knows? But uh, y'all been up to anything? It was, of course, Easter weekend. Did y'all do anything for Easter? Eat some candy? Easter Bunny, come visit y'all? Yes. Alex, would you like to share? Well, so <laughs> Megan, who you know, is the reason I was late today, by the way, um, or at least exactly on time. She had a whole like Easter brunch thing, mm-hmm. uh, Sutton made lasagna, which, mm-hmm. is, which is pretty good. And then there were a lot of jelly beans, and I ate way too many jelly beans, but you know. What you got? That's what you do, man. You had brunch lasagna. We had brunch lasagna. We had brunch ham. We had brunch mac and cheese. Brunch cinnamon rolls. Brunch quiches, which are really good. Is this just like a potluck? Yeah, basically. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look, we're we're collagens. We can afford brunch anyway. Yeah, I guess. Do you have any mimosas or anything? Uh, Some people did. I I did not partake in such Only Alex and I can. Adrian cannot. He's not 21. I was just asking Alex from 21 to 21. (laughs) You're not yet. I'm I'm getting there. You can't discuss this. You have to at least cover your ears. Just turn off his mic. It'll be fine. Yeah, no, that was... I did something on Saturday. Or Saturday was A-Day, which was, you know, an experience. Mm -hmm. So you drove to Mobile? No. Okay. No, I stayed stayed up here because I was gonna, but then A-Day was happening. I had to cover that. So I was like, okay. How was that? I mean, did you watch any of it? No. Yeah, I mean, it was Didn't weird. Care. It was the new format and everything, which was interesting. And then it was so rainy that it ended up being Would in you three like to quarters. Share what the new format is? Well, yeah. So uh, the Hugh Freeze approach is the def- it's team defense versus team offense, rather than doing like um, a team of starters versus a team of bench players, which is how A Day's been done in the past, and most of those scrimmages are. It's all the defensive players against all the offensive players. Defense starts up twenty-four to nothing, and the offense has sixty straight minutes running clock to tie the game or take the lead and win the game. Hmm. Defense, mm. like 
the defense might be able to score. We didn't see like a turnover opportunity for them to like score a touchdown. But other than that, it's just and it was supposed to be four 10 minute quarters, but then ended up being like three 10 minute quarters. But the first quarter was like 13 minutes and the weather like brought the game in. So, I mean, it was it was kind of an uneventful day, but the weather was pretty cr- trash. What do you think of the day. new format? I mean, it's cool. I, I think to, we need to see it a second time and probably in a practice where it's not as crazy of a schedule weather-wise and whatnot because, like, Tiger Walk was canceled. It was just a very abnormal day when 8 is supposed to be, like, the baseline. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, and there's people, like, freaking out. Like, I know Joseph Goodman at AL.com wrote an article about how the SC's got a quarterback problem because Auburn only threw the ball 12 times. I'm like, yeah, I can't imagine why they wouldn't be throwing the ball 35 times in that kind of weather. Like it's a, it's a glorified scrimmage. You don't need to get aggressive and call play action pass every play, but you know people are going to ride, and he's certainly one of those. So what are you going to do? We've hit our sports quarter for the day. Thank yeah, you. I figured so. <laughs> Adrian, how are you? What did you do this weekend? I'm doing all right. I uh, I luckily did get some candy for okay, Easter, yeah. um, and it was yesterday what, at work. What, what form of candy? It was like it was British candy. Ooh, Cooper, British Cooper candy. gave it to me because Cooper's mom lived in in like England British or whatever. British candy. But it was like Quinetto. it was like these little chocolate eggs, and they're hollow. And on the inside, they had British Smarties, which are like M and M's, basically. They're not fruit flavored, mm. so it was just that. And so it's like you can rattle them, yeah, and like they shake. So I had a few of those while I was packing orders at work. Bless you, Alex. Thank Bless you. At uh, work, where do you work? If you'd like to share, I work I'll over dox the, you if you don't. Yeah, no. <laughs> he works. No, I work at uh, Ten Thousand Hertz, which is a record Ooh. store in Opelika. Oh yeah, um, it's pretty cool. Oh, this isn't me like shouting it out or anything. I'm not gonna give my opinion. He's just telling us about it. Yeah, of course. I mean, I have good opinions on it, but like, I, I also enjoy 10,000 Hertz. Also, I'm I also go a big up there fan. and get a record myself. Yeah, and I saw y'all had it. Daniel but, Caesar's Never Enough. Uh, yeah, I think so. There you go. That's, See, yeah, Jackson's been on me because the uh, Counting Crows album. August and everything after is there, and he's like, "You have to get it," and I was like, "Okay," but he, it's on Amazon. And it's cheaper on Amazon, so I was like, "Why wouldn't you just get it there, Jackson?" But because uh, maybe he doesn't want. It. Maybe he's wow. like me; he doesn't use Amazon. Uh, no, he's not like that. Respectfully, of course. No, I, I, there's uh, there's no, uh, no qualms with you taking that stance. Absolutely, but like he's not. So I was like, "Okay, Jackson, whatever." I guess you, just, you support or you hate supporting local businesses. No, yeah, true. no, Alex, like, no. Alex loves Amazon, so he does hate. He used to work for them. Yeah. In fact, uh, look, man. Man, it was it was hard finding jobs during during the Rona, man. It's I was still hard to, finding uh, jobs. That's true. You're like, oh, I I really I like ten thousand hertz, but I hope Amazon buys it out so everything's a little bit cheaper. That is not what I said. It I was think ju- it seems like it. No, it was just the fact that Jackson I was acting like he'd been searching years for that and one quick mm. Google search found me like three sites that had it there. So I was like, Okay, it's it's clearly not that hard to find. I of course have been there many times. I've gone to there and What's the other? You stole from me. No, the store. The store that's also kidding. there, like almost anything. Yeah, right in that. The other one. It's Those are both pretty shop. cool. So yeah, I don't know that one. It's a pawn shop down by uh, the courthouse. Yeah, it's got. Oh, okay. It's got the Blues Brothers statues in the front. Oh yeah, no, I've seen yeah. that. I've seen that. They're pretty cool. A little overpriced, mm. but you didn't hit that for me. <laughs> mm. No, you uh, I've never bought anything from them for that reason. Uh, speaking of, I just I figured maybe today, since Compact Discourse is the drive time morning show, speaking of, and uh, a lot of morning shows have news. Oh, Maybe I'd I go over some actual, new, like genuine news for y'all. That's a good point. So I, I, I mentioned it's all political and sad. It is, and I'm going to go over some of it. But one of the first things I thought of when I said about job applications, obviously a lot of people aren't able to get jobs right now, even though they're sending out applications. I don't know if you heard about this. If you send out 30 applications, they get rejected on all of them, not even called back. Wow. And right now, I watched a video about it. Uh, 
a lot of hiring managers, they're not actually hiring, but they put a job thing up. So then you'll apply. And then later on, they're like, oh, this person isn't working out. Oh, we'll go hire someone new. So they'll just have you on retainer. Like on, mm, like yeah, just holding holding you from a string, just in case they want they want to hire you, or they just set it up so they can be like, oh yeah, we're hiring, but they're not actually. I believe that you know with the Bucky's opening, that's been a big push, at least in my field, is the fact that people are kind of getting very angry at journalism companies and stations and publications because they're like, oh, we can't have it, we can't hire anybody, but Bucky's pays better than most TV stations, mm-hmm. and that that's just the way that it is. And with that opening, that's kind of restarted that discourse again because it's like, I mean, you want to hire people and you complain that you don't have any workers, but you don't, you pay them nothing. Yeah. It's like, what do you, like, what do you want to do? But anyway, that's just my anecdote. Yeah, that's, I unfortunately, I believe that just because companies are yeah. mean. I wouldn't work for Bucky's simply because of uh, if I was in the brisket thing and I'd have to yell the fresh brisket yeah, would, on the board. I'd be so embarrassed if I had to do. I'd quit my job. I imagine they get like a guy who's like, you know. Who specifically knows what he's doing with the brisket. Well, yeah, they know what they're yeah, doing. Man. But it's exactly. just, I feel like the yelling, the... Yelling for brisket time! I'm just Fresh saying, when you're, when you're getting paid 18 bucks an hour... Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I also, it, yeah. I mean, also the news of Bucky's. At first, I know a lot of people are really excited, but having a Bucky's nearby is not ever something that I've been like, that's good. The ideal distance to a Bucky's is like an hour. So you can get a road trip out of it as well. There you go. I mean, I, I personally would just like it, say, on my way out of town, because rather than having to find one of the gas stations in town to fill up before I leave Auburn, I can just, you know, stop on oh, the way. Oh, that's true. And that, that, I mean, that's because other than that, you kind of have to just dodge around the city to try and find one that's not full of people. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the one advantage I see it as. And I've also never been to a Bucky's before, so. Mm. Oh, wow. They're, they're, they're nothing. They're I, not think they're, I think they're fun. I like. Eh, I don't. Oh. <laughs> okay. Davis hates capitalism, so therefore. Yeah. yeah. But that, hey, don't don't blow up the spot here, man. Yeah, don't. <laughs> We're gonna. We like having a radio show. <laughs> oh, well, remember where we go, man. What's yeah. the SEC gonna do, man? Uh, in other news, in Tennessee, oh. three or actually two uh, legislators were expelled from the House. Saw that after protesting with uh, gun protest or uh, uh, activists. In the state house, it was Justin Jones and Justin Pearson were expelled, and Gloria Johnson was left allowed to have her seat by one vote. And of course, the only difference between them is Gloria Johnson is a white woman, and Justin Jones and Justin Pearson are two black legislators. But it seems that they will be back because Justin Jones, I believe, uh, the area he is from, the the city district has to reappoint someone to take his spot since he's been expelled, and they're going to send him right back up there. And once you're back in the house, they cannot expel you for the same thing again. Wow. Tremendous. And besides that, the things they did, just protesting and just bringing light to this, not even close to reason for expulsion. Yeah. It's very I'd... clear what's happening. But that's it on that news. I think you well, started. Well, no, I think. Oh, I was gonna I, say we you... can talk about it, but, like, I don't want to. No, I, I was going to say you should have started off by saying this just in. Oh, yeah. Because it's two I guys named Justin. But uh, there's, there's been a lot of videos of it. They did their deliberation before being voted out. Uh. I guess deliberation not the right word, but they had a hearing. I guess you could say, uh, very scary. I guess you could very uh, <coughs> flashy, but uh, um, very nice. You, Justin, you really masked that. Justin, I don't care about masking, and I hope they hear it. Justin Jones and Justin Pearson had some great pe- speeches. Gloria Johnson as well. They're called the Tennessee Three right now, and uh, conservatives really messed up. I get them this national spotlight for. Li- they're going to be back in the house. They're going to get revoted in, mm-hmm. and uh, unless 
they block them, which the House is thinking about doing, or the, I, the Senate, whatever it is. I certainly want to emphasize this, Davis. The statement you made or the comment you made about the difference between them being the color of their skin is not just a comment that everybody else outside of the situation has made. Gloria Johnson herself, immediately after the event took place, was Justin asked, Jones and Justin Pearson have also pointed w- out. Was asked, Gloria Johnson, why were you allowed to stay? And she's like, well, I can just tell you that it, the only difference between the two of us is the fact that she's a white woman and they are not. And that's mm-hmm. – it's really just – it's – it's so ridiculous because, and I'm not I'm not super familiar with the situation. Admittedly, like I just w- saw the news when like they got expelled, so I wasn't familiar with the lead up to it. Well, so it was after the the school shooting right. recently. There yeah. was uh, like tens of thousands of students like left school and marched up to the the state house to protest peacefully. They like went into the state house, and while a session was happening, they were standing in the. Uh, Rotunda, and I get yeah, I the rotunda, the and they were just like they were there, and, and like the view. There's a viewing area, right? Yeah, they were they were up yeah. there, and they were protesting in Pearson, Jones, and uh, Johnson. Like they were like, yeah, no justice, no peace. They were like they they went with them, they mm-hmm. chanted with them, they protested with them, which is their First Amendment right, and they got expelled from the house for it. Yeah, it's Jones crazy. and Pearson did at least. And Gloria Johnson avoided by one vote, especially because this. You know, I think a lot. I saw somebody bring this up that the standard for expulsion again is not correctly placed anywhere because how many um members of the house in and the US House of Representatives could be um qual- could qualify for expulsion based on certain actions and also, statements said. The point is there's no consistency here other than oh you said something I don't agree with and the NRA has their hand working me like a puppet. So therefore well also there is a go. there was a representative in the Tennessee house that has was basically a pedophile, and it's oh. been known for a long time, and they were not ex- never expelled. Well, that's mm. not that's not good. But that's beside that's the beside the point. There, we'll be back right after a quick PSA break for a little bit of more news. I'm gonna have a little bit some more serious political news, but we can riff about this one. Okay. So okay, don't worry, okay. it's someone that I don't like, so we can make fun of them. All right, we'll be back in just two minutes. We have Alex and Adrian here. We're gonna go over some more nationwide news, and we're gonna have some more fun. So I don't want to make it too dreary on y'all, but we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back into Compact Discourse here on Weagle 91.1 FM. Back in the booth with Alex and Adrian. And, of course, we are now joined by future sports director Noah Phillips. How you folks doing out there? Pleasure to come on today's morning Compact Discourse. There you go. It's wearing a nice shirt for us all here. Shirt of the day. It is. Tell us what your shirt is real quick before we get into some, some more news. Uh, it is a Hawaiian shirt. Uh, forget who it's made by. I just got it for Easter. E- Easter money brought it to me, mm-hmm. so very thankful for him. Oh, sorry, Alex. Sorry, I forgot to turn on. I was, I was, <laughs> I was gonna say it looks like it's got hot dogs and hamburgers on it. It does, and some like uh, some open Mustard? signs. You got a bunch of different stuff. It might be chubby. Some condiments. It's at the bench. It, it is not a chubby. It's, it's I thought it was SSCO. Chubby. I think Jack had one of those. It's like Southern Shirt Company or something. Oh, that one. Something. Something yeah, among. Yeah. You know that that one brand. That <laughs> yeah, one yeah brand. you know, you know the I, brand. Uh, that very, very familiar, totally not generic name. The southern one. 
another thing happening. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get through the news, and then we'll get to the news that we can riff about, and we can make fun of someone in politics that I don't oh, like. I don't know if y'all like him or not. But uh, okay. in other news, in Wisconsin, uh, Republicans lost a Supreme Court seat to uh, abortion activist Janet Prestashowitz, as uh, my guess on her name, mm-hmm. and they are trying to impeach her because they are so mad about losing, and they're trying to get their spot back in the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. But speaking of the Supreme Court, Supreme Court justice, long derided by me uh, and long derided by many and very vocal about his opinions, except when oral argument is happening. Clarence Thomas Mm. has just been found out. This actually really isn't that much of a secret because I've actually, I feel like I had heard about this before, but he has best friends with a billionaire mega donor that has been donating a lot of money to him named Harlan Crow. Mm, that's like a supervillain name. It's, a, it's like a DC supervillain <laughs> name. And Harlan Crow has just now recently, that which is bad enough that he's getting donated to, which seemingly to vote one way is how it seems. Yeah, because our Supreme Court justice allowed not, to receive no, donations? No, not at all. Yeah, wow. okay. I th- I Clarence not. Thomas claimed that he thought it was allowed, which like... Bruh, okay, come on now. Don't even get me started. We'll get actually we'll get me started on him in just a minute. But uh, Harlan Crow has now been found out to be a collector of. Can y'all guess? Oh, oh no. yeah, I've, I've seen that. Nazi memorabilia. Oh, he also, oh. what do you think it was going to be? Out? I thought it was going to be religious artifacts no. like the Hobby Lobby guy. Oh, yeah. Nazi memorabilia, and actually at his house. He has this courtyard full of statues of dictators, which allegedly I think is called the Garden of Evil. But all his Nazi memorabilia are not in that Garden of Evil. Yeah, something to think about. But yeah, uh. Just uh, Justice Clarence Thomas's best buddies with this man named Harlan Crow, who works for Crow Subsidies, uh, is is a big company, very huge so real estate firm. Yes, they mm. sell real estate. So uh, watch out if you're who you're buying from. But uh, yeah, just a, uh, Justice Clarence Thomas, long, very vocal about some yeah. crazy things. He wants to overturn Obergefell v. Hodges, uh, mm. Loving v. Virginia and some others concerning uh, personal privacy rights. But, uh, yeah, he is – this is grounds for impeachment is all I got to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm reading into it right now, at least based on the – Don't even get me started page. on when he was getting – sorry, I'm in, I'm in con law. I hear oh, about this angry. a lot. Uh, when he was getting uh, – not initiated uh, – uh, what's the word? When, when the House was vote, when the House and Senate were voting him in to be um, – When you're getting – House Select Committee, whatever it is, Judici- Judiciary Committee, nominated, and then um, there's but, like just it's just a hearing. Voted, basically. yeah, the hearing where he's voted in. He almost didn't pass because at the time he had a sexual assault allegation, a very credible That's one. True. And since then, uh, he was one of the closest ones. Since, but except now, every time there's a there's yeah, a now it's always in, close. Is very razor thin. But before that, it was usually pretty wide margin. Yeah. They trusted the president, whoever they put in. And Clarence Thomas was one of the closer ones because of he had a very credible. Uh, sexual assault allegation, which I think is true, but he just got away with it. So he's int- now a, pre- a justice, and he makes billions and millions of dollars, or whatever, and he's friends with a Nazi sympathizer. It seems interestingly enough, I- I'm not slander. Um, no, I'm just saying what the news <laughs> says. Interestingly enough, I'm reading into it a bit right now, and it doesn't seem like he received any direct donations. Well, however, he, one of the things I- he got. Oh, you know, go ahead and say it. I just want to. It's 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 a pretty funny thing. I wanted to get the comedic timing, but yeah. he can handle um, it. Um, I well, I, actually, I don't know maybe what you're talking about. So go ahead. He has a statue, oh, a no. bronze statue from Harlan Crow of his eighth grade teacher. What? <laughs> Why? A whole nother incompre- incomprehensible level of wealth is when you have a statue of your eighth grade teacher. Yeah. I I love my eighth grade teacher. 
Can't but remember who it was. You have a bronze statue <laughs> yeah. of them. I'm not getting a bronze statue of them. I, I'm sorry. But. Yeah, but you're forgetting you're not a chief justice of the United or not a chief you're not a Supreme Court justice of the United States. So anyway, what what I'm finding here is that he did not receive any direct donations, at least based on this brief snippet about it. But however, he did receive a nineteen thousand dollar Bible that apparently belonged to Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. No. Crow also gave Thomas a portrait of the Justice and his wife, um, according to a painter, Sharif Terabet. Terabay. Tax filings show that Crow's Foundation also gave one hundred and five thousand to the Yale Law School, Thomas's alma mater, for the Justice Thomas Portrait Fund. Justice Thomas has accepted numerous week-long luxury trips, including island hopping on Crow's super yacht, international domestic private jet travel, and private resort stays. Now, the real kicker with all this is that the Ethics in Government Act of nineteen seventy-eight, which was passed after the Watergate scandal, shocker, mm-hmm. and the law the law requires that justices, judges, members of Congress, and federal officials must disclose most gifts. The rules were clarified and updated in March of twenty twenty-three, but they still allow exceptions to the reporting rules if a gift of food, lodging, entertainment is deemed personal in nature, and the hospitality has been directly offered by an individual who has a personal relationship to the government official in question. The new rules, however, do require disclosure of stays at commercial properties as well as private jet travel regardless. So, if Justice Clarence Thomas was in the NCAA, he would have been shut down a long time ago. Mm. Would have been a very SMU uh, 1980s situation. Mm. Those those who get that reference get that reference. Those who don't, do not. I would say that uh, the donations that uh, Thomas has been getting are not personal in nature. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, imagine if you were like... Uh, a justice in the United States and someone gave you like a gigantic gold statue and they're like this isn't a donation that's a donation I I think whatever no it's, yeah, it's a donation it's I a mean donation. look like it's it there's you know the the, prob- the problem is and this is this is gonna sound stupid and I may, I may get, get a few eyes here and there but um Rich people's standard for what gifts are to each other is very different than the normal class. I mean, yeah. yeah no, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that, that that explains away any of it, but that is probably what def- what thing they will fall back on. But like you, like what what is standard versus what is not standard? Like is very different. Like that nineteen thousand dollar Bible probably was honestly a gift, just for. A I gift mean, to do what? I don't. Just because, I don't, just cause you're. I'm not. I, just because you're look, friends with me. Rich people are weird, man. I don't know. They're weird. I think it's something to look into. Certainly. Yeah. And I'm, I hope. I'm getting my best guys on it, as you say. I am getting my best guys on it. Don't worry. Eighth grade teacher, though. Is that <laughs> Maybe <laughs> over that. Would do, would do you have a teacher that you would have a bronze statue of? Um, I do. There, there was a substitute teacher that I'm making okay. a statue of. We had a crazy substitute teacher, Miguel. Which one? Don't you remember? I don't the, don't say their name. Actually, don't I, I don't remember the name of the person either. But you know, the one, one that always about. fell asleep. No, what? The one that would like that like prayer before class. She'd would be always like fall 15 asleep. Minutes yeah, she'd fall asleep in class. Crazy. One I'd, time. Oh, go ahead. She was a substitute for my biology class, and I convinced her that they were putting a baseball team on the moon. Oh wow. <laughs> She believe she. Be, I feel. I kind of feel bad about it in hindsight, but like, we were having fun. I had a teacher that once threw a pair of safety scissors at my brother. Oh wow! Yeah, she was pretty awesome. Wow. Miss Robichaux. She all, uh, all of her. Don't dox her. She, come on now, Miss Ro- Robichaux. She was at care. three. No, what, what's the? She always. She always. <laughs> yeah. Um. She always would use um her time in the fast food sandwich industry as a metaphor for math class, which was quite interesting. Mm. Would you like, like to share? If you're gonna do a problem, you can't forget the ketchup. Like on the on the in the ketchup being the, the ketchup, ad sign or something. Just meaning anything. The point is to be detailed to make sure you don't forget anything. She'd be like, if you're making a sandwich, you just have two pieces of bread in here. It's a crappy sandwich. Yeah. 
That wouldn't have convinced me yeah. to do better at math. Oh, uh, well, she didn't. It was pretty funny, though. See, our algebra was first taught to us by explaining, like, a boyfriend and girlfriend situation. Um, what? And, and that's how we got taught algebra. Ex- taught okay, algebra. You, you care to explain that to us? No. No. I refuse to explain that because uh, I can't do algebra too well. Oh, so well, uh, there, there you go. Then I guess I guess that pretty much figures. It's it like out you then. had to break them up when they crossed the equation sign or something. Oh, okay. Oh, it's sad. Break them up. Yeah, it was oh. sad. People cried. My oh man, math class. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Algebra. I have looked into it further. So on the weekend of October sixteenth, twenty twenty one, Crow's jet repeated the a pattern that weekend. Thomas and Crow traveled to a Catholic cemetery in. A bucolic suburb of New York City. They were there for the unveiling of a bronze statue of the Justice beloved eighth grade teacher, a nun, according to the Catholic Cemetery magazine. So, not as funny. That I'm is not pr- in yeah. his house, but still. I'm pretty sure it, that was just that Crow took him on the trip to, to see that person. Okay. Still, well, it's funnier my way. So, we're yeah, going to yeah. act like. My way is correct. Exactly. I, I, well, I can't tell. Let me... Uh, I I can. From what I read, it seemed like Crow paid for it, Let which me, could be true, but also could not. But he's extremely rich, yeah. so who knows? Yeah. Do y'all have any rich donor friends y'all want to share? I wish. Like, I want, like, a Great Expectations thing. Like, as a little kid, I had like, a mysterious benefactor, <laughs> and as I got older, I realized who it was. Who was it? No, I was saying I wish In I the had book. That. I haven't read it. I don't remember. It's oh, been well. a long time. Maybe it's like Santa Claus or something. It's probably Santa Claus. I think it, it ends up, the plot twist is that it's a Christmas book the whole time. Oh, wow. Well, okay, yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> Noah, any special benefactors you have? Uh, Jimmy Rain. Oh, wow. Gave yeah. money to the Auburn football team and has produced some happiness and some craziness in my uh, life. So. <laughs> happiness is few and far between. Somebody made a joke about Bobby Louder at the Frank Thomas statue unveiling, which is pretty funny, because I don't know if anybody knows this, but the Plainsman very infamously mm-hmm. tried to interview Bobby Louder back in the 90s, and he just never answered them, so they published a blank Plainsman one week and said, this is where we would have asked Bobby Louder this. What, what this was is where a picture of Bobby Was it just well, like his favorite burgers or something? Well, no, or? Bobby Louder is very... I, 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 do, do, do you want to know what Bobby Louder... Yeah, I do. So Bobby Louder is a very infamous board of trustee member um, with the university. Obviously, Louder Hall is named after him and his mm-hmm, family. Yeah. He is also the guy that supplied the private jet to fly out and interview Bobby Petrino while Tommy Tuberville was still under contract mm. oh, the week of the Iron Bowl. So Louder is very infamous for a lot of the wrong reasons, as are most of the Board of Trustee members. Mm. So that that that's always that's always a nice one. But yeah, that I just I always like sharing that anecdote just to be like, yeah, the Plainsman did some cool stuff and basically told this guy, hey, you suck, which is pretty awesome. So maybe they did. Maybe he sent them. They sent him the interview thing, and he just talked too quietly. And they said, louder, please. Louder. All right. (laughs) With that, we got to go to a quick PSA break. We'll be right back in a few minutes, maybe for a little secret something. I don't know. Y'all have to wait around and see. But we'll be right back. This is Compact Discourse. I'm joined by Noah, Alex, and Adrian. And I'm Davis, of course. So we'll see you in just a few. Welcome back in. Oh, welcome back into Compact Discourses. My voice going. I can't hear myself. There we go. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Uh, 
We're good. Y'all, y'all's mics aren't on yet. Welcome back to Compact, Compact Discourse. It is 8.35. You just maybe heard a song. I don't know if you were listening live. If you weren't listening live, then you didn't hear anything. There was no song, I, I swear. Back in here still with Noah, Alex, and Adrian. And we're done with the news. Mm. No more dreary news to bring your day down. Or funny to hear about a crazy statue. I don't know. That was that was pretty crazy. You know, Davis. I uh, you know I hate Alabama so much that three rooms in my house are just full of Alabama memorabilia. That's true. Yeah. yeah. He hates it. He detests them so much. Yeah, he exactly. is surrounded by them as a constant reminder. Now, you of see how, how much that sounds? Imagine being as stupid as this man. Honestly, what a annoying waste of space this dude is. Honestly, but wow. you know, he man. listens to Compact Discourse. Gotta be careful. He does. Yeah, I, be- are... I bet he does. Maybe he'll mail me another creepy statue of his. Man, I don't know about that one. Who do you yeah, think? I got. I got, I got I got no patience for this nonsense. Who do you think pays for all this stuff for Weagle? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe we went too far. <laughs> there, guys. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Maybe gone too, too far. In, in lighter news, yeah. some, movie, some new movies have been coming out. Cocaine Bear's going on Peacock. Not, really? uh, let me handle this, Alex. Your mics. Turn off your mic for a minute. Oh, I, know, I, I know he'll have something to say. Of course, the Mario movie came out. Mm. Have, has any of us seen it yet? I've not seen it yet, but my, my roommate has. I've not seen it either. Alex? I have not, but I had friends that went to see it, and they did not like it very much. <laughs> I've heard it's not great. I had a friend who, uh, I think Finley saw it, and he his review was this: uh, the 15 minutes of plot in this movie felt like it was written by ChatGPT, so that was pretty funny. Mm. In other n- movie news, uh, Air came out about Michael Jordan and Air Jordans. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty good. It's going to be the ultimate dad movie in 20 years. I'll be standing in my living room. Walking by, it's gonna be on stars. I'm gonna stand there and watch it for an hour, and then <laughs> go back about my business in the yard or whatever. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be good. I want to see it. It has Matt Damon and Ben Affleck writing, so has that's a guarantee you'll it, be so. there. It's uh, like Goodwill Hunting, but with basketball. Shows. Yeah, there's the funny uh, photo of uh, Ben Affleck dressed as Phil Knight's the guy's name, right? The Nike owner. Mm, I don't know. All right, thanks, Phil, guys. Phil Knight was the coach, right, Alex? Hey, Alex, what? get off wow. your phone, bud. Phil Knight First was the Alex. CEO of Nike, okay, who who's an Oregon alum. Bobby Knight was the coach of Indiana. Yeah, there we go. That's what I was If Alex about. wasn't on his phone, he could have answered me immediately. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, I was reading into Super Mario, man. You got me on the, on the brain. Wow. So whenever we do through the lens, if I even look at my phone, I get flack. And I can see Alex. He's looking at his phone right now. I'm actually not. I'm staring and playing with this because you're uh, terrorizing me with your words, Davis. Because I'm right. Uh, yeah. Davis, look. They hate me because I'm right. Mm. Yes. Uh, Davis, no, I just hate you, but I appreciate I you, you thinking there's a reason to it. Other Alex, things. you're going to buy Davis memorabilia. Yes, I he am. Is. It's going to be full. Davis's Weagle intramural football jersey hanging in the rafters of my house. Mm. And other I thought that was. Pr- okay, you know. No, no, I, thought, I thought that was. I was, I I was insightful. I it was wise. I laughed. Thank it was, you. I, was, I, I can see it, it. happening. Like, yes, true. Yeah. Anyway, the, Davis. <laughs> the Tetris movie came out exclusively on Apple TV, but it Ugh. actually is supposed to be pretty good. Really? There's a Tetris movie? The trailers did not have me convinced. Well, it's not about like, oh, look, the there's a block. It's going to fall. Gonna... That's not what the Tetris movie is about. It's about the guy that made Tetris making it like going around and the reason it became the highest selling game of all time and still is. I only know one Tetris movie, and that's Pixels with Boom, Adam Sandler. That movie sucks. It's so good. Alex with a hard-hitting jur- journalism here. Wow. I'm just saying, it's not great. Anything else you'd like to say about it besides that? About you want, you want to criticize it a little bit? Yeah. Uh, well, well some... I mean, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, uh, you're just stating facts uncut right now. Uncut Gems is also. Okay. Um, honestly, it was just very, like, 
It took itself seriously at times for no reason, I thought. There but see, they, there's a criticism. There sorry, yeah, anyway. A serious movie. No, Pixels is not. Um, the Tetris movie, I'm not convinced about it, though. Is, is Noah's mic on? Yes, I'm on. turning y'all down because y'all are all peaking at the same time when y'all are all talking at once. I, the Tetris movie, I don't know. The trailers didn't have me convinced. I just it like it just I seemed saw, like... I saw a clip from it on TikTok, and I was like, this looks good. It just seems like very much the same vein of all biopics from that era of like, oh my gosh, the 70s and 80s were so crazy. It was the Wild West. And I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, try and maybe do something a little Admittedly, different. Admittedly, I've heard little about it, but what I have heard, people are like, this is pretty good. I enjoyed it. I was like, okay, I kind of want to watch it now, but it's only on Apple TV, so can't watch it. Did you watch it on TikTok with like Subway Surfers? Yeah, at the no, bottom. Actually, this time no, but it did have it did have Chinese subtitles. Oh. oh, I usually I usually get those a lot where it's like MythBusters, and then it has like a, a voice bot going like the old C here I love wants those. to fire the gun at the the ballistic gel, and then it's just the like man. describing exactly what's happened. In the, <laughs> the man ooh. was stuck in gel. First review I found for um, Tetris is a soliloquy on why the film went in a different direction and apparently followed the man that locked down the rights to sell the game and not the actual creator of the game. Okay. Kind of like the founder. Yeah. So what did like they rate founder. it? Uh, one star. Okay, so they didn't wow. like it. So what, they were not Can a you fan. check some other ratings? Yes, you've got a three and a half. Best use of I Need a Hero since Shrek 2. Real review, this movie is Argo for video game nerds in the best okay, way possible. Okay, I'm watching it. I'm, that's all I needed. I'm watching yeah, I love Argo. Argo for video game nerds. Uh, that holding bang. out a hero needle drop sent me into orbit. Um, they should have been 100% faithful to the game and filmed the movie 4 3 aspect ratio and screened it on a tiny dot matrix screen that doesn't work That's in the dark. Funny. That's funny. Actual review at Screen Crush. Okay. A lot of three stars, three and a half stars. That's, that's solid. That's the, those are the best movies. I found one four star review. Oh. Um, it takes itself so seriously, but also doesn't, transforming mundane bureaucracy into a suspenseful, charming throw ride in the tradition of Moneyball and the Big Short. Okay, I'm wow. watching <laughs> Davis is locked in twice. I like, like, that sounds, I love Argo. I like Argo. It's a good movie. But you love Moneyball. Yeah, I love Moneyball. I, I also really like the Big Short. I've, so that's I've like parts of the Big Short. I need to watch big Short's that. awesome. Yeah, I know. Uh, it is Adam McKay, so if you don't like Adam McKay's style, then you won't like it. But, I like uh, Vice. That you, you like to Don't Look Up as well. Yeah, but now I've realized that maybe I shouldn't have liked it. Look up. I watched it recently. It was fine. I people are like, oh, it has it has no bite to the satire and it's just like very on the nose. But sometimes I just love a movie that's like, yeah, these people are stupid, and that was the entire premise of the movie. So bad satire just falls in the same realm as what is satirizing. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. There you go. Uh, who's I saw uh, there's like a, a quote attributed to that, but I don't remember the name. Yeah, I don't know. Voltaire, Voltaire. or something. <laughs> well, yeah, it was Voltaire. It was not Voltaire. <laughs> yeah. I was making that reference because that there's that quote that's always misattributed to Voltaire, where it's like, see who you can't criticize or whatever. That's You know uh, that quote? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. not yes. Voltaire. He did not say that. No. He didn't say that. But, it, no, do you have anything you'd like to add? You're just sitting what's over that, there. What's that one philosopher, Solitaire, or whatever? Well, isn't that a philosopher? Voltaire? Voltaire? Solitaire? Socrates? Whatever it is. Socrates. Socrates. This is Compact Discourse. I hope you all are enjoying Oh, wrong button. Eh, whatever. I'm, I'm going to switch it up there. I'm using the comeback to go to. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back after a quick PSA break. All right, see ya. Oh my goodness, just realized Alex's mic hasn't been in one or two this entire show. Chris Davis. It's not. So, it's not in. 
That's so funny. <laughs> oh my I'm goodness. Really having some Alex hasn't fun. been recorded at all today. Oh my goodness. Welcome back uh, into Compact Discourse. I'm using the go-tos instead of comebacks and vice versa. We're changing up today. Who knows what's going to happen. It's Monday. And of course, it's the last segment of the day. So that means it is Wreck a Monday. Oh. Anything y'all would like to recommend to the listeners at home. You can't, can't tell them to go do it or listen or see it, but you can be like, hey, I like this. I've got one. Yeah? Like if I can start. I got um, one for you. There's this show I watched on Netflix called The Last Kingdom. It's five seasons. It's based on a uh, a selection of books written by someone I cannot remember. And it's about basically how England became one kingdom um, back in like like a thousand years ago when it was still Vikings and Saxons and so on. And it did five seasons, which I really, really enjoyed. And they're doing a movie actually that comes out in four days on Netflix that I'm really excited about. Mm. So if you if you've ever seen the show Vikings, it's like a more grounded version of that show because Vikings got very spiritual and like in that in that show like Odin is like an actual being versus like you know just a thing that people say which is how most movies tend to take it but yeah it's pretty good I like it a lot it's on Netflix five seasons I watched three seasons of it in 36 hours which was pretty fun wow but yeah it was, it, was, it, was, it was a tough time anyway boom yeah that's all Adrian Noah, recommend I'd, I'd have to recommend uh, Better Call Saul Season 6, Ooh, yeah. which I watched recently. I used a VPN because I think it's coming out on, on American Netflix in like a couple weeks, I think, like a week or two. I want to say so, yeah, because I thought I saw an announcement about that. But I'm, I'm a little bit uh, impatient, and so I listened to or I watched all of Season 6, and it was it might be the best season I've ever seen mm. of any show ever. They're doing backflips and stuff. The, yeah, exactly. The mid the mid season finale and then premiere, those are like the best, mm. best writing, best everything. Might might have to watch Bitter Coleslaw. And it it is coming out on Netflix in eight days on April eighteenth. Okay, so well, there you go. I highly recommend it. It's very good. You couldn't wait eight days. No. Is that okay. I mean, Better Call Saul is apparently that good. So it my dad, my dad watched it. He it really, really good. liked it. He watched it before he watched Breaking Bad, actually, which is oh, kind of wow. interesting because mm. Better Call Saul's a little more. I don't, I don't know how to describe. It. Have you, have you seen? I'm guessing you've seen Breaking I've Bad seen, as well. I've seen both. It's, it's much more chill. It's a lot more about the law. Yeah. Um. It's like it's it. a legal drama, but it's also kind of a comedy. Yeah. Many times, but it, it is also more artistic than Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad starts off and like the first season or two are pretty like just normal like TV kinda I guess but like as it goes on uh what's his name Vince Gilligan gets like more and more creative and his, they have like better directors on they have like Ryan Johnson yeah who did who did Ozymandias and The Fly which are two episodes on the opposite ends of the spectrum but I like both yeah of them. The both Fly like, is mm-hmm. very silly yes. In a good way. Though. Walter White, the end of it. Walter White wasn't even the one who knocks, I just want to say. But Noah, do you have anything you want to <laughs> yeah. recommend? He wasn't knocking. He never knocked. Um, You folks ever seen Columbo? Yeah. I have not. I have not. Y'all two need to watch. <laughs> he always it goes is. like, so what's the deal here? I see that you found. <laughs> just one question before I go. You know, Very funny. <laughs> As in the 1968 yeah, drama? Yes. It is awesome. Uh, Steven Spielberg directed an episode of Columbo when it, he was working right, on the I, I remember the first one. They, the, first one? Yeah. Yeah. the first one? Yeah, cool. I watched it last night. And it cool. said produced by Steven Spielberg. And I'm like, what? Bye, boom. I, I watched The Fablemans yesterday, so it got mm. me thinking about it. There was a, uh, <laughs> I watched it with my family this time. I was like, you want to y'all want to watch a movie? Oh, you I like back this. home? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't just watch it alone. Uh, so you're <laughs> recommending Columbo. I am going to recommend Columbo. Boom. I will recommend 
Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. As I, I beat it yes, two days ago. And the sequel's on the horizon. Yes, that's why I got a Switch and I played it because wow. Tears of the Kingdom is coming out in 35 days, I think. Really? May 12th. Uh, Cameron and I might go wait midnight to go get it. We're going to dress up like Zelda and Link. Oh. That'd be pretty funny. I'll be, I'll That'd be, be a good Ganon. bit. <laughs> I'll be Ganon. Calamity Ganon. Uh, Calamity. It was really good. Really enjoyed it. Uh, one of the best games I've ever played, no doubt. And I'm very excited for Tears of the Kingdom. But with that, uh, we were talking about movies, and a little thing that Cameron and I do sometimes is I'll read a movie review from Letterboxd, and y'all can see if you can guess it. Okay. You want to do that? It's fun. Sure, yeah. yeah. I have a four-star review right here saying, this one's simple, but if you can get it, I'd be very impressed. I'd be a terrible hostage. Oh, I'd be a terrible... It sounds like something Kevin Hart would say. Well, no, but it's a, it's a review. Someone's for, reviewing oh, this. Oh, right, This is right, what right, they right. think. How, can you give us like a ballpark of how recent the movie is? Mm, within 15 years. Oh, jeez. Okay, well... And one... Hold on, I don't, I'm not going to say that because that would give it away. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I'd be a terrible hostage. Terrible hostage. Argo, there you yeah, go. Duh. I haven't seen Argo. Okay. Um, let me to... think of another one for you. Therefore, your game's flawed because I haven't seen all these movies. Okay, okay. Give me a second. I, I've got one that you might be able to get. Uh, uh, I promise this is not a vampire movie, and no matter how much this poster makes this sound and look like one. Renfield? No. This uh, is an older movie. It's based on a very famous novel. I'm a count, not a saint. Everybody cheer. Oh, Dracula. Five-star review. Five-star review. I'm a count, not a saint. Everybody cheered. I'm a count. Oh, uh. The Invisible Man. Count Chocula from Sesame Street. You can, um, uh, based on a novel. I know novel? for a fact Adrian quite loves this novel. Oh, wait. Interview with a Vampire. Oh, oh, The Count of Monte Cristo. The Count of Monte Cristo oh, by wait. Alexander Dumas. Did you know that The Count of Monte Cristo was originally, if y'all care about The Count of Monte Cristo? Yeah. I know Adrian oh, does. I do. I don't know. It was a serial within a newspaper, an Italian newspaper. This and then once true. it was done, they were like, okay, get all your newspapers. We'll give you a book binding for it. You could bind it in the book from the newspapers. That's pretty cool. It's. Uh, cool. I think they also did that with Great Expectations. Great Expectations cool. came out. In a newspaper over time. Imagine that's a real cliffhanger. You get your oh, imagine like you're reading every Sunday in your newspaper like this this amazing like a classic novel. Yeah. And looking back on it retrospectively, like you're reading, and you're like, oh, this chapter was so good, and then the paperboy doesn't deliver your paper next week. Yeah. I'm tearing down the I'm tearing down the house. I mean, I'm so mad. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> I want to know what happens to him. Immediately run down in the newspaper house. Yeah, like, where's my where's my book? Count of Monte Cristo. What's it about? Count of Monte Cristo is about uh, a man who, I believe at the bo- beginning of the book, he's like 17, and he's on a uh, uh, a boat because he's mm-hmm. like a, he works for a company that goes and like trades things or whatever. And so he's there, and the captain dies on the boat. But there's a couple of things about the main character that are uh, people, he, people covet. Or whatever, mm-hmm. which is the man, the woman he's about to marry, and his job as captain that's coming up, and so they send him to prison, uh, and it's pretty. He ends up like spoiler alert. He gets out of prison. That's not a spoiler, but it's a big like revenge story, mm-hmm. and so it takes place over like probably half a century, like fifty years, and it's just him like getting revenge on these people who sent him to prison for no reason, mm. and it's incredible. Interesting. I might have to read it. I recently started. Reading a Dostoevsky book, Fyodor Dostoevsky. Which one? I have both The Idiot and Crime and Punishment, but I started Crime and Punishment because it's a classic. You know, I want to read some Russian literature. 
Eh, that's not that's not true. I just want to read Dostoevsky. Dostoevsky is like, good. I really yeah. like the Brothers Karamazov. I do want to read that. I one. haven't finished it yet. I started reading it right after I graduated high school, and I'm still about a third of the way through just because I never read it. I've heard it. That one's amazing. It's so far, it's really good. Do y'all have any book recommendations? Did you, you know two? that Columbo had a sequel called Miss Columbo? His wife. Mm. I did not know that. Well, now you do. Uh, no, I don't have any book recommendations. Well, actually, I do. Would well, no. no I okay, don't. no book Cl- recommendations from Alex Noah. Clifford the uh, Big Red Dog. Oh, that's a good oh, one. That's, that's, a classic. Classic. Yeah, that's yeah. right in my ballpark range of what I read. So. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? My girlfriend and I both dressed up as Clifford at different times. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. We found that out about each other, and we just—it's the same exact costume. Probably not the same, you know, the same model number or whatever. But like, it's the same. They look identical. Oh wow! I I do have one book. Uh, this is just a book that I read. It's written by a guy named Pierce Brown. It's called the Red Rising series, and he wrote the penultimate sixth book, and then he actually burned it all and restarted and wrote it and split it in two. And the, the sixth book is coming out this June, and I'm so excited. I thought, for some reason in my brain, I thought you were going to mess with me. Like, it's written by this guy named God. Yeah. The Holy Bible. It's the Bible. <laughs> I really thought you were going to do wait, that. Wait, wait. Play, I don't play, know why. Play, play the Vince McMahon God uh, sound I, effect. That's in there somewhere. Uh, I have, and I look at him and I'd say, No, no, it's good. No, it's one that are It's in God. the WWE GL sound where it's like, oh, yeah, He's the me. Holy Roller. The, what, what, are they, what else does he call him, Noah? Man, I don't know. The something from heaven. Ladies and gentlemen. The hipster from heaven. The hipster from heaven. I can't. Ladies and gentlemen, God. Um, I don't know why I thought that's like not a joke you would make, but in my mind I was like, oh, he's about to say the Bible. Yeah, no, I really that's, don't know that's, why that's I thought well, that's that. That's well out of the range of stuff that I would make a joke about, but sure. All right, all right. Let's get out of here. See y'all. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM. However you joined us today, whether that be from your radio antenna from WeagleFM.com or by listening to our podcast, we would like to thank you and remind you all that our previous episodes are available as a podcast, absolutely free wherever you get them. And all you have to do is search for the Compact Discourse and look for the CD logo on your player of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at CDS underscore AU for links to the podcast, information about the show, and important updates. You can also tweet at us and get your voice on the show and join the conversation with Auburn's only student-run drive-time morning show. You can also follow the station on Twitter and Instagram and even TikTok if you're feeling crazy at Weagle underscore AU. And with that, from Davis, Noah, Alex, and Adrian, it's been another exciting episode of Compact Discourse. We wish you all a great rest of your Monday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow with Alex on Tuesday. All right, see ya.